Hello and welcome to the Snap Food Podcast. My name is Jay Wang, aka Justin, and I'm joined by my co-host Ken, aka Kaima. Kaima, how are you doing today? I am doing snaptastic. Well, that's a good one. If you're new here, the Snap Food Podcast is about Marvel Snap, the game we all love to play, watch, and talk about. We'll dive into anything and all things related to Marvel Snap. And today we have a pretty big episode. There was a new card released uh, 24 hours ago. We're recording this on March 1st. We have a new location and we have lots of other uh, fun news to talk about. Uh, but before we, we kick it off, I think it's important to recognize that Marvel Snap was awarded Mobile Game of the Year by the DICE Awards. Now, the DICE Awards, if you don't know, is an organization or an outfit, if you would, that presents uh, awards in the in the video game industry amongst using a peer panel. And they have not only mobile games, but all sorts of games uh, that they give awards to. And this this year's was the 26th year of this uh, of this history of this show, sorry, uh, with mobile games only beginning um, in 2005. So it's it's quite a stacked list if we look at uh, so this year's uh, winner was Marvel Snap. If we look at previous years, last year was Pokemon Unite, and the year before, Legends of Runeterra. These, these are quite popular games, and it's it's good to see um, the hard efforts being recognized amongst the community and in the development world. Uh, and we, we, we're all very thankful to have su such a great game to enjoy, and having the peers also recognize that this is a great game. Yeah, it's basically the Oscars of video games, is it not? That's what they say. I think that's a good way to, that's a good analogy, and it's probably what it is. Yeah, so this year they beat out Diablo Immortal, which was a huge game. And then uh, Gibbon Beyond the Trees, Immortality, and Point P. I only know Diablo Immortal, so. Yeah, that's a good. Ones. that's a good point to bring up. The runner-ups of this year, Diablo Immortal was the, the, the second runner-up. Uh, formerly of um, or of Blizzard um, development by Blizzard development, and I'm sure there was would be, would have been some uh, chitter chatter between the the former employees of Blizzard. Uh, for those that don't know, like the the lead the lead developer Ben Brode is a former uh, Blizzard employee, and a lot of the people that he brought over to work with him at Second Dinner are also former Blizzard employees. So I'm sure there was a little nice friendly banter <laughs> competitive us uh, trash talking yeah i'm sure it was uh friendly or maybe not maybe he just he <laughs> brought over everyone he already cared about with him and everyone behind he left behind he didn't care about because that's <laughs> that's who he wanted to work with at second dinner yeah i would definitely be gloating but that's me and I'm looking toxic. at uh the the previous winners like since the inception of this award ceremony so even non non-mobile games we're reminiscing of our childhood days for example goldeneye 007 for n64 legend of zelda ocarina of time diablo 2 call of duty lots of bangers on this list and it's it's there's only 26 of them right 26 yeah. games and marvel snap is one of them or no i guess from mobile it's a little less but the point is that it's not every like think about all the mold, all the games that come out on the iPad, DS, cell phone, every thousands, 
thousands. Right. Yeah, so and quite an achievement. A, there you go. And the last thing before we close out, in 2014, the winner of this award for Mobile Game of the Year was Hearthstone. Another game that Ben Brode worked on. So he's he's two for two. <laughs> about 10 years apart. So 10 yeah. years, no, uh, yeah, eight years. So eight years from now, I predict. Mobile Game of have the another... Year, three out of three. Marvel Snap Part 2, the sequel. <laughs> another card game? DC snap. There know. we go. He, yeah, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be dangling these two awards in front of like the whoever the DC people. Hey guys, look at yeah. hey, you want some of this? Yeah. You want <laughs> Disney snap? Who wants to go? Right. Oh, I love it. It should, oh, he, he can do it, man. He's got this on his resume now. They'll be throwing the money at him. That's what they'll yeah, be for doing. sure. That's two for two. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's. We wanted to recognize, and if you, in case you missed it, um, now you are aware too. This this is a popular game, and it's it's gonna stick. It has legs to stay around for a while. Now, with that being said, let's get to the the card that everybody, the most anticipated card since launch, that has just came out about twenty four hours, no, what, 30, 32 hours ago, and that card is Kang. Kang, now, Kang if you don't the know. Kang the Conqueror. Kinor, do you mind sharing with us the abilities and, and some history about Kang? Kang is a time traveler. So, like, he's just a human, but he's a time traveler, I think, from the 31st century? Can't exactly remember. But, yeah, he brings all this technology and knowledge of the past. That's why he's able to just take over things. That's right. Born Nathaniel Richards who is a descendant of Mr. Fantastic's father, who bore the same name, discovered time-traveling technology that enabled him to journey virtually anywhere he liked in the time stream. Yeah, I so think he took is, over Egypt. <laughs> yeah, it, he was also in uh, Loki. Did you watch Loki? No, the I've series. never heard of that. I don't know what that is. Loki, the TV series, the Disney Plus series. Oh, that one. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Are you think of a different Loki? I know what that is. Yeah, uh, so he was in the uh, second season, first season, first season. Um, yeah, at the end of that, as a different version of himself. Okay, so I'm reading the little blurb here from the book. Uh, oh, by the way, so the book we're referring to is this. It's a Marvel uh, encyclopedia by DK Publishing, released uh, end of 2022 ish yeah a, a very good resource if you're curious to learn more about these characters that we have the cards with and um what the game what second dinner did really well was pair up the cards abilities against the abilities of the hero and all the little things from the animations to the effects so it's quite suitable for kang's power in the game to be uh, on reveal look at what your opponent did and restart the turn given that he himself is a time traveler yeah so that's a very powerful ability so it's like daredevil on crack right because like not only do you see what the opponent does it restarts everything so all your rng gets 
reset and stays exactly the same. So for instance, if you play, you know, that location where it destroys 25% chance of having your card destroyed, it will do that same again. So you know which card, if your That's card will point. get destroyed or not. Yes, but it has to be the same card being played into the same location for the random number generator to give you back the same result. It won't, yeah. if you play a different card, it will be different from when. Yeah, so for instance, like if you play Lockjaw, you play the same card, you know which card Lockjaw's gonna pull you're, up. You know what you're gonna fish out, yeah. And that's yeah. quite valuable. Yeah. That's... Yeah, I think there was a good thread on Twitter, which I was a part of, and, and the developers are nice enough too to reveal or talk to us and give their thoughts on um, what to expect. And, and the the thread started out with everyone like theory crafting basically like what's going to happen in in certain scenarios and i made semi troll comment of like an <laughs> infinite loop being possible because somebody suggested what happens if um on the turn that you play kang that you draw kang when everything resets does you you draw him again and then subsequently could you play him again etc and it uh rada so at rada storm 2 on twitter mentioned that they have safeguards in place to break the true infinites and you made an example of like back-to-back -back absorbing man's looping um so I'm, I'm very vague answer but just to suggest that like don't worry guys like we've worked we, we're on it don't, don't work we got it covered there's not going to be any dumb crap going on yeah but and yet <laughs> but 12 you know, hours later, not even 24 hours within the card being released, somebody, of course, can found said dumb loop. Yeah, the streamers, the content creators, the trolls, yeah, they found a way to create a loop. So what is that loop, Justin? Uh, so for those who are not watching and listening, there is a Twitter user, uh, a player named Broad, at Broad, B-R-A-U-D-E, Broad Snap shared a video of a battle mode match that he had or they had and the setup involves iron fist cosmo kang and arnim so what you need to do is have um cosmo in he, he here's the way they set it up cosmo's in the right lane iron fist is, is in the left lane kang so that was what was on the board. They played Kang into the right lane purposefully in the same lane as Cosmo so that to block the on reveal effect. Mm -hmm. And Iron Fist punched him over to the middle. And by doing that, Kang was able to stay on the board un unactivated, if you right. would. Then next was turn six, and he plays Arnim Zola on middle. Right. And Artem Zola destroys the original Kang and makes two copies of Kang, left and right. The right one obviously doesn't go off because Cosmo is blocking it, but the left one goes off, does the whole time loop, mm -hmm. resets the turn, and the turn reset back to the state of how turn five began, which was Artem Zola is in your hand, Kang is on the board in the middle. And he kept doing that, and then over, he repeats it, and he and repeats it to demonstrate and over that this was a loop. And then he replied to Rada, 
And Rad is like, uh, okay, thanks. We'll, we'll look into that. <laughs> to that, something to that effect. Did you watch the first Doctor Strange movie? Yes, I, I re actually rewatched that earlier with uh, my wife, so we could get back into all of the Infinity War saga. Okay, so, so that's the meme, like the, the Dormammu meeting, right? Yeah, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. That's the meme that's going around. That's every comment. Yeah, it, it's suitable. It's, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> well, so like how long? How long did it keep that going for? In the movie, or, or no, no. How long did uh, he keep the um, Kang loop going for? Well, the clip shows it. I think three loops, two loops. Just just demonstrate that it's a loop. But I don't. I didn't read or know what actually happened in the. It was just battle mode, so they were probably he probably had an idea and he was screwing around to finally get the setup to make work. Yeah, I think it's the same clip. So if you watch him try to set it up, he has like several failed attempts at trying to set it up properly. It's because of like RNG or like you know people playing different cards that didn't work for a setup. But yeah, when he finally got it, he was able to do it over and over, over and over. So I guess that's something they missed over at second dinner. I mean, obviously. <laughs> I no, that's like okay, we know this exists. We gotta roll it out by Tuesday, guys. Let's get yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. We'll just I leave mean, it to the internet to, to figure it out. Hopefully they yeah. won't. It's fine, right? Like it's fine. No one's gonna break it. And not even 24 hours, I think. You know. I bet you they were scheming for this, like when they announced the card. You know, playing it out in their head. Like, how can I loop this forever? That's what I, I would have so that's a good point to bring up. We like in terms of their QA or their QC or general testing. I would have liked to think they have they have like some internal closed environment that the devs have access to that can set up. You don't really truly have to play out the board. Yeah. You can sort of like pre-arrange the board to then yeah. lessen the develop like the feedback loop cycle to to know whether or not this this is gonna be broken or work or not work. Yeah, um, I think well, they, I saw something like that on the roadmap. There's like some sort of like friendly battle where you can just mess around with cards. So maybe they oh, have really? Yeah, I saw that. So that's for public that. release. That that wouldn't yes. be like their internal dev tools. No, but they probably have that like implemented already just for them to mess around with. The problem is, Justin, they didn't hire any trolls. You need the trolls to mess around with the cards. That's true. And you could have got <laughs> them to do it for free. Like they'll just yeah. say, Hey, we'll give you this card early on your account. Do you want to test it for us? And then you'd have like everyone racing to the doors to like, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's like the FBI hiring like hackers or black hats to like mess around with the infrastructure. So, yeah, I would like to think they'd have that, but maybe not because like that's how video games, like when they leave, because it's too much work to take the code out, they leave it in, then people find that code and then they hack it, and then now everyone can just start doing that, and they don't want that to happen either. Yeah. Um, do you have Kang? So no, unfortunately, I'm still waiting for. Oh. Let's check if I can get them. So 10, 10 o'clock Eastern just passed. And that's when our shops refresh. So yes. I don't have Kang. But I'm going to hope that I open my phone and the app that key will be there. 
Yeah, I don't have Kang either, Kang but you guys live. That is somebody I would like to have just to mess around with. Man. No Kang? Sentry. Sentry. I already have Sentry. It's been Shauna since the release. It's been Shauna, Shadow King, Sauron, Sentry. S S S S. What is this? No, <laughs> no Kang. Sucks. S sucks. Come on, <laughs> man. I gotta wait another eight hours for this. Come on. I have my tokens ready. Yeah, Sentry is okay. I I finally got Viper, so I kind of been messing around with Sentry Viper, but yeah, it's not that great. I want to talk I about the um the tokens and the bundles but before we jump there was we gotta close out on on kang here so gathering the information super super valuable and also if you choose if you snapped when you played him when the turn rolls back the snap gets undone too um and that's one more that's really important too there's one more thing I forgot to mention. So somebody was able to get this loop going on what was perceived to be a bot in the game because they kept playing Onslaught over and over and over again. So he figured he had a bot. Um, and he was trying to figure out to see if the bot would cheat. So he would play a different set of cards, and he was trying to see if the bot would like change its tactics based on what he played. And it didn't. It just kept playing Onslaught over and over again. Okay, so that means the bot has some pre-calculated like max, yeah, or or so, like threshold it's trying to reach. An onslaught was how they yeah. were going to do that. So it's not. So it's there's not no like taking your yeah. yeah yeah. It's not reading <laughs> what you're playing and then trying to change up. Well, yeah, maybe it was, but it doesn't. It didn't have any other cards. Not in play. the instance. Yeah. So maybe, but, but like, I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say like, is the is it game? Is it like? waiting for me to finish my turn and then deciding what to play to beat me yeah because like i know a lot of people think like these bots are cheaters that knows i'm playing and so forth but in this case it didn't seem to be the case because he kept playing onslaught over and over again so yeah that's good to know i hate when uh it feels like you're getting scammed basically and against the <laughs> the cpu because the yeah, like un, 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 human ability to to know uh, what what's coming so that's like oh that's part of um what i wanted to say about the the um what they do at second dinner i would like to think maybe they're they maybe they already have it maybe they're thinking about it. they have like a simulator where you give it a deck and then it will just map out all of the possible hands that yeah. like the branches basically of all the games that could ever happen with that type of deck yeah and then you layer in the the randoming lo locations to then determine what would be like quote-unquote broken and powerful and what would not be as good right because you're trying to optimize for say max points or or something to that effect i know it's a little more complicated than that because you have Lots of other factors like your what your opponent's playing, obviously. Yeah. But right. like if you ever want to hire some real life testers, I'm available. Just saying second dinner. <laughs> <laughs> at SnapFoo, at Marvel SnapFoo. Yeah, everywhere. Infinite player. <laughs> no problems to and this guy, I'll tell you, this guy's a troll in every game he plays. So 
he'll find something that will be annoying and not supposed to be in there and abuse it. Yeah, it's part of my archetype. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the okay, no, the last thing I wanted to say with Kang, if you play him on because you if you play him on the turn that you draw him. Yes. He doesn't draw again, obviously. You draw the next card. No, if you play him, if you draw him and play him, you draw him again. No, no, you don't draw him again. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Because I read somewhere that I know like, it was confusing from the okay. tweet thread I was in because the guy said everything resets. And then yeah. I thought that meant, well, you could just get him forever. But then okay. I saw someone else. Uh, it was a Snapblade, the writer on um I can't remember the name of the site, either Snapfan or Snapzone. And I saw in the gameplay like it won't repeat itself for okay. that was one of the protections they like put in place, right? Yeah, that would make sense because like they would just play Kang again. Right. And then you okay. just have the same you have like easy version <laughs> of the of the Dormammu. <laughs> I've come to bargain. But what I'm trying to say is that they're it's it's effectively a card draw. A free card draw if you play uh, him yes. on the turn that you get him. And I said this last episode about why I think Thanos now has been made aware to everyone why he's so good. It's because he can the stones can draw cards. Yeah. And now this guy can draw cards. If again on the requirement that you play him when you get him. But there's not any other there's not a lot of cards on the deck in the entire game, sorry, that can draw cards from your deck. Yeah. And this is a very valuable thing to have. In addition to, of course, the information gathering that this card provides. Yeah, especially if you're trying to build up a certain combo. If that's one less card you have to worry about. Exactly. Through. Yeah. Yeah, so like if you had an option to build a deck using 11 cards and a space holder. Right. Even without Kang's ability, you might even some people, some players might even would even opt to to have that option just for because of the guaranteed chances, increased chances of drawing out the other cards. Yeah. So that's I would see. I was like sort of experimenting. I have a deck pre-ready, and just Kang needs to fill in where I want to draw Kang closer to the back end. Okay. So on the front end, I'm putting like Domino and Quicksilver as basically burners or spot holders. Right. Because I want, hopefully, on five or six, I get them. And then, and then I you... can play him to then okay. to do the increase uh, card draw. Do you have Shabbos uh, in that? No, because I want, I want Kang either on five or six. If okay. I put Shabbos there, I only get him on. I mean, I mean, if I get him on four or three or two, I won't be able to play him anyways. But five and six is where you would get to play him on a normal curve, and then that would, um, and then if you put absorbing man in, then you get back to back, and then you do a double skip, and then cop. Make sure if you have she Hulk copied, and you can get infinite she Hulk on the board. That was my sort of plan, as like the optimal line. Yeah. So I kind of. Do something like that with my hazmat deck, trying to draw out Lucasian hazmat. I'll play Quicksilver uh, and Warlock, Adam Warlock. So Adam Warlock has no power, but if I have the Quicksilver there and I get Adam Warlock, then he can draw a card immediately on the second turn. Because he's a 2 0, and you need to be yeah. winning that lane 
to yeah. draw a card. So I have Quicksilver. I also have um, not Wasp. What's the other one? The Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Yeah. So the Yellow Jacket has to go first, obviously. Yeah. So usually I get that in tandem, sort of. But if I like, if I get Luke Cage, it doesn't matter. So I play uh, Yellow Jacket and then Quicksilver, and that gives me the lead, and then I'll drop Adam Warlock. And you only need to draw twice to like almost get all your cards, right? That's the thing, yeah. Like if you you only on six of the turns, well, ideally in the first like four turns, yeah, two of those turns you're winning to get the cards. That's what you're saying. Yeah. You don't yeah, need so to win why, every turn because that's why only, I have the yeah. quicksilver to. Um, and I play them on the right lane because most people start with the left lane because they know what it is. Yeah, yeah, you're that you're the face down location <laughs> gamble player. Yeah, because it doesn't right. matter what it is afterwards, right? Unless it's like the one that you can only have one, <laughs> yeah, or space storm. Actually, with space storm, it's okay because I already have like three cards there. Oh, because it's face okay. down, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if By it's like bar if no name, less power, then that's a different story. Yeah, there you go. So you name the other card, Adam yeah. Warlock, that can draw. Otherwise, it's Thanos, it's Adam, it's Kang if you play him, and it's Jane Foster. Yeah, and Jane Foster is only drawing the zeros, so. Yeah. Like the true draws is is Adam Warlock's Thanos and Kang, so that's yeah. it. Technically, and of course, Mac there's like right. Then then there's like Lockjaw, Lockjaw, and Jubilee that sort of get a card out of your deck, but you're not. It's like putting them into play right away. Yeah. Or um, Maximus. Well, that's well, that's drawing for your opponent. Yeah. So and there's yeah Baron Baron is also like that. But you don't, yeah. You don't want Baron Mordo because he makes them a uh, six cost, right? No, but you don't want to be drawing for your opponent. It's like a card that you can play out of your own hand. Yeah, to draw from your own deck, and there was only like three of them. Like, now, how do I get them to play Maximus? You'd have to read their mind. <laughs> have Maximus yeah. in my hand, and then have them copy it somehow. I don't know. Yeah, it won't work. Yeah, no, I you can you you you'd have to be in their <laughs> dreams. You have to Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange them. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's a good summary on Kang. It's it's uh, we're both wanting to buy him as soon as he's available in our token shops. Yeah, and that's a good segue for this this token shop refresh issue that was brought up. And if you missed that, that was a Twitter thread, which um several streamers on launch day being yesterday had you know their games open and ready waiting for kang to pop up at 11 pacific 2 p.m eastern and when the token shop cycled through and changed they did not get kang and it was just the other card that whatever other card showed up but it was it was found out later that the reason kang didn't come up right away for them in this case because they had previously gamed their their collection levels or or sorry their their card collection because they only they're not missing very many cards so this is statistically um kang should have showed up and it was because um second dinner didn't release kang like right away so that uh if there were other 
players that opened the game a few minutes after, like 30 minutes after, and those players were able to see Kang and then buy them buy him subsequently. Uh, so the streamer went on Twitter and complained, and somebody responded. So Stephen Stephen Jarrett from Second Dinner, who's a developer, I believe, a product lead, um, acknowledged that this basically sucked and that they will be fixing this issue on the next patch that they release uh so so when there is a new card out on that week the next time that you go into your game it doesn't have to be on say the tuesday it could be wednesday or thursday whenever you open the next time you see the refresh you'll get a chance to see that card the new card and then you can pin or buy or not buy uh, accordingly so i think that's a good thing that they that was brought up it won't uh, obviously won't fix this Kang problem today, no. <laughs> but for for the streamers that everyone watches and, and it's good, of course, for the for the game to get the awareness and the um, the word out of like this new card. I'm ready to play, and then I'm, I'm logged in, and then you give me Sentry, and I'm just pissed <laughs> off because I can't. I mean, I don't want to play. And then you have to wait eight hours, so that's the whole day streaming gone. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, if especially if you're waiting for that card, you've been waiting all season, and finally, Kang yeah, time this, is here. And this this is a bit of big hyped up card that people have been wanting because of how the mechanic it brings is like no other card can do this. Yeah, so they've probably been. I know I've been theory crafting like since they, you know, released the info on it at the beginning. So, yeah, I can see how that can be annoying if you're waiting for it. Right, the day of you're ready to stream and he's not there. So I'm just sorry, I'm just reading the replies in the Twitter thread. I haven't updated it since when I first saw it, but Stephen Jarrett says they will make this happen in the April update. Okay. So for next month's pool of uh weekly cards, we'll we'll get this feature. So more we're gonna have to live through this through March again, is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well that's that's fine, I guess. I mean, I'm not even at that collection level, so it doesn't really matter for me. Yeah, I think I'm missing like 37 cards. And they keep adding more, so I'm just constantly in the weeds. 36. Well, just get Kang, you'll be good. That's the only <laughs> card you need. That's the only card I want at the moment. Uh, for those who don't know, there is a way to quickly see in the game on which cards you're missing. So I went through this with Kama before we started recording, and that is on your um, when you look when you go on the screen to look at all of your cards, right. you have two in the bottom left and bottom right. You have additional options. So bottom right is the filtering for um, unowned. So you tap that. Right, and then in the bottom left, you sort by most recent, and have it have the arrow pointing up. So that will show all the grayed out silhouetted cards at the top, and the the cards that you've seen in battle but don't have, you'll know what that card is. It would it will show you or print it, and then any card that you haven't been exposed to in your gameplay or in, there's also some unreleased cards that are the march cards all you see is a, a, sh a shadow silhouette outline 
and it's it's um yeah it just lets gives you an idea of what's there unfortunately the game doesn't have the ability to know what's what season or sorry what series uh a card a particular card is part of i wish they would implement that but yeah it'd be nice to know like how close i am to like to completing series, series three, three or four complete and that will drive like what you see in the chests um yeah. and how maybe you want to spend your tokens or hold on to your tokens until more things get downgraded and moved around yeah like obviously i can do that manually but you know it's hard to do that when i'm on right i asked the question and i was told to go download one of those uh card tracker deck tracker third-party apps yeah so that's like but i don't PC play a computer yeah. so I, it'd be a whole extra thing and i can't do it on my phone so i just didn't bother with it yeah it's annoying to like bring in your laptop when you're on the toilet right yeah and that's the only time <laughs> we have to play because we have two young kids and families and <laughs> yeah. I, I am convinced I lose 70% of games because I'm distracted. Like, either I'm cooking or the kids are asking me something. Or actually, the kids want to play sometimes. Like, Daddy, Daddy, can I play? I'm like, I guess so. They're like, no, like, get out of here. Go bring... <laughs> That's my game. You don't even know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> daddy, Daddy, snap, snap, I guess. And then you lose. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, so we looked at, like, some of our listener demographics and the majority of them fall into our age group and most i wonder how many of them or maybe you let us know listeners out there with um if you have uh young children or families and balancing your time and priorities and how you have to manage your snap and be playing marvel snap in between it's all it is at the same time the, the one of the better games to to be able to play uh, yeah. So you can always like five minutes get the game in real quick, and yeah. at the same time, I'm having the same difficulty too. That's my excuse for this month not being <laughs> at a good rank anymore. Is I'm always playing either when I'm very tired because it's at the end of the day, or right. it's super early and I'm not focused. Yeah. Or like you said, you're distracted, or you're just like, it's it's very little time actually to, for dedicated like leave me alone i just want to play my game for a yeah. little bit of time multitasking it's a lot of like stirring pasta while having the game <laughs> on the stove like at the best of times i'm not very good at math and reading comprehension so when i'm distracted you know all those numbers minus this plus that and like i don't know to enter and snap i'm finding that with uh, some of the thanos decks especially i get into like decision paralysis yeah. of not knowing and i can't figure it out quick enough and then yeah there's something in the background not like making noise and bothering me yeah and then i then i end up losing or not making like the most optimal play yeah sometimes i don't even know like what the outcome is because like okay okay like i'll hit end turn on turn six and i'll go do something and then get distracted and come back like oh i lost <laughs> yeah i wish they would fix that with having the history hearthstone would have that with it was good like you could see a running we could run it back yeah, there was a log, no, essentially a log, and you could okay. scroll through to see what had happened to get to the, for the board to reach that current state. Okay, that would be helpful for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they would. Um, I feel like I think that's on the roadmap as a thing to to implement. And it was, Great. yeah. So like, if you didn't look, and then it's your turn, and like, how did the what, what did he play? What it was destroyed? What was whatever? Like, it's all there. Yeah, that's good because sometimes I'm looking, I'm like. What happened? 
Yeah, you don't know. You don't know what was you don't know <laughs> yeah. what was discarded from their hand, your hand, like like why are there four Black Panthers on the board? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good feature to have. Um, okay, we got a little sidetrack, but we can continue on to the, the featured location. Yes. And that's the quantum realm. And the quantum realm says, after you play a card here, set its base power to two. Right. That's so this one, power. I've played a few games having this on the board. And right. my sort of go-to strategy is either play an ongoing card in there, like um, Darkhawk or Devil Dino. So right. something that the base power like the ability is still able to to happen on the location right uh otherwise i'm using uh, i've been doing a lot of captain marvel or doom to have the cards fly in to the location and then not be treated as played as and therefore does not get the base power to apply to it right yeah, so uh, other than that, it's not as like annoying or disruptive as the other ones, but you can play around it. You just have to fix those cards in your deck. Yeah, so the key word is base power and played. Because yeah. I was speaking of sentry, I was playing against somebody who was using sentry, and he thought he could play sentry and have the void negative eight go on the right side, which <laughs> was quantum realm, and he thought it would go to two. That didn't happen because he didn't play the void. Yeah. So he was negative eight. Uh, the other thing to note is that if your cards do get reduced to two, if you play Luke Cage, he'll bring them back. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. So I've been messing around with Luke Cage. So, like, I noticed that I've been playing cards and Quantum Realm will drop them to two. But if you play Luke Cage, he's like, no, 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 no. Back to the it's same Back power. to regular. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a good, that's a good turn six surprise type yeah. play, right? And it's only if your cards oh, go good. lower, if they go lower than their original base, right? So if your base yes. card started at one and goes higher, Luke Cage doesn't touch them. But if you're like eight power card goes to two, Luke Cage will bring it back to eight. That's awesome. That's a good uh, little tricky thing to, to, to get people with. Yeah. So it's any D power, Luke Cage would be like, not today. Yeah, I should know that. I, I was playing him for a little bit, uh, but I didn't think to apply it here. It's the same effect, though. It's not. Yeah, yeah, because it's showing as red because it's lower, and Luke right. Cage takes that away. Yeah, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Outside of that, I've just been playing like effect cards like Iceman and um, the low cost Yon annoying yeah, one. Yeah, Yondo. Yeah, Yondu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it's it's okay. It's like you just have to be aware of it and not like play a big card. On it last turn and snap and like oh wait nope now it's a two yeah or did did like me where i waved into it <laughs> where i played wave on it sorry so my wave got set to two because i played it but the cards right. i dragged into it did not get set to two it, okay those cards got moved in i see yeah so don't do that either <laughs> <laughs> but i like the luke cage that, that's you mean good, uh, you mean arrow right do you mean yeah, arrow? sorry. Why did I say? Yeah. Did I you say said wave? wave. 
No, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I meant everyone. Oh, okay. So you played way. Your seven went sorry. to a two, sorry. and everybody yeah. else was the same power. And I brought everyone to the party, and they had full <laughs> life. Great. Snap. So that's great. So that's that's Kang and that's Quantum Realm. We hopefully will get one of us will get Kang, or maybe you'll get Kang as you're dealing with the token shop and waiting, and and we'll see how that plays out right. with uh, the rest of the season. So the season has less than a week left, and everyone's scrambling to get their chests and get their infinite, and we'll see we'll see how that goes, but um next up we also had this week a few of the data mine bundles show up so it's more or less confirmed that what was data mined is in fact going to be available on throughout the weeks here in the month of um of march yeah so we had the toonie the to to token tuesday for that came up available just for 24 hours where people were able to buy a 400 tokens i believe for, yeah, for, for 450 gold, you got 400 tokens. Yeah, pretty I good deal right away. Yeah, and that's like a low, you know, attractive or easy, low barrier entry point for those players that uh, are free to play or don't have a lot of gold, and you get you get something worthwhile. You get the the, the rare currency that is hard to come by. You get the tokens, and um, now and what has not come next is the. Sorry, I'm still. It's the Momoko Magic bundle yeah. and right. the More Magic bundle, and these bundles are also quite attractive. So the More Magic bundle being 900 gold, and you get 300 credits and 700 tokens. Yeah. Um. That I, that is the next bundle I'm going to get. That's on for two days, I think. Two or three days. Yeah, so I'm trying to finish out my weekly missions. So I should have enough by the end of that to get my gold. Yeah, more magic has, you have basically 20, 47 hours left as yeah. of 10 p.m., 10.30 Eastern. I think so, I have 500 gold at the moment. So, yeah, I think it's doable. You have but two less than two days to get the gold in the weeklies. But I haven't finished my weekly, so I think yeah, I, I'll have enough. For but the then you can't. Are you going to spend gold to refill the weeklies to get this done? No, no. I'm just going to play out the weeklies and then also opening the season caches. They give you like a good amount of gold, like fifty to hundred. Yeah. So that works as well. Uh, this is the bundle that comes with the random variant. Is that right? That's correct. So I was reading on Reddit. It's not that random because everyone's getting the pixel variants. Yeah, I think I got a pixel as well. I got a pixel Hawkeye with mine. <laughs> How does he look? Uh, I don't pay attention, <laughs> to be honest, with a lot of them because I don't care for I'm not like uh, that streamer Regis that went crazy and got every variant of every kind for every card. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I just want the card itself i don't care what the art is on so okay because for most people i think most people yeah like don't like the pixel variant i'm indifferent myself you know i grew up in the 8-bit era so 
Um, but can you get like a variant of a card you don't have? Can I get Kang? I by don't accident? think so. No, no, I don't think so. You can definitely buy one. Okay. No, sorry, you can't buy one. I'm trying to say, I a long time ago bought the package that had like Rogue and another Rogue and Gambit in it. Right. Uh, because I didn't. It was a Rogue variant, but I didn't have Rogue base card, and it still let me buy it. Yeah, as I a think way I, for me just to acquire the card. I think that's how most people got Rogue at the beginning, like through so that, that package. I yeah. think so because I noticed like a lot of Rogues during that season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's unfortunate. I was hoping to get Kang randomly uh, through that, but still worth it, I think. You know, I think the variant is a bonus, but you still get the tokens with that, right? How many tokens is it? The tokens is what's valuable. The tokens yeah. is seven hundred tokens for seven hundred tokens plus credits. Do you get credits too? You get three hundred credits. Oh, that alone is yeah worth. And it. then you get a. Uh, I think you get some random boosters. Yeah, 65 boosters, but like who cares? Like what's okay. Yeah, I have so many boosters just from playing around. Um yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, so remember we we talked about this last episode. I had my my dashboard that's still available, free to use. You just have to go to it and play around. And we um it's updated now to reflect what's currently active and also what has expired since then and we've outlined all of these currencies that you get and the average cost and the unit cost so more magic you're getting 0.78 uh, tokens received per gold spent which is almost not quite double the birth pool uh ratio and i i'm looking at this i didn't put momoko magic on here because it was you had to buy it using money, not gold. But maybe right. I'll update the dashboard to have the packages that cost money. Because what you could do is if you buy Momoko, like you have to use money now, you get the gold that you need to buy more magic. Right. And they named it like that because like you can get more after you buy Momoko. More magic. But it's it's good value because if you were just to buy the gold standalone, it's like I think you're getting slightly more gold. Jeff, or fifth, if you were to buy fifteen hundred gold, just straight up in the shop, right? That would be what's so twenty seven ninety nine Canadian for fourteen fifty gold. But that package, Momoko Magic, it's like twenty one, I think twenty one ninety nine, right? Plus the credits. And you get credits, and you get this mystique thing that looks like she's a zombie slash, like, an avatar character. Yeah, and you can get this even if you don't have mystique. Yes. Yeah. So that's like a free mystique for you. Yeah, it's it's not bad if you're if you're in a position that you can throw some dollars at second dinner, yeah, an apple or whoever you play Steam. it's an option to consider yeah that's yeah it's not a bad deal that are coming out now i think they're better than that hundred dollar like starter pro pack they were selling oh yeah the one that just gave you all the credits like because people were complaining that <laughs> the new players they needed like they need something to catch up because they're getting leadered everywhere or whatever it was back then yeah 
Not anymore. Goodbye, leader. Yeah, so that app, uh, we'll put the link for the app in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'll put the link in the description down below. Sorry, I was trying to check. It does after you paid for it, it doesn't show you, it hides the price of the package. So I was, I was trying to find what it is in Canadian dollars without which one? Momoko Magic? Or yeah. no. Yeah, Momoko Magic yeah, is Momoko. $27.99. 20, so, it's the same, so it's the same price as the gold then. It's yeah. not cheaper than the gold. Okay. Yeah. Is it is that what it says? Okay, so sorry. So it's the same price as buying the raw gold, but you get way more stuff. Yes, not so, way more. You get some extra stuff. So if you're gonna, well, if you're willing to pay for that raw gold, you should just buy the the package. Yeah, twenty seven ninety nine gets you fifteen hundred credits, fifteen hundred gold, and a hundred and fifty five mystique boosters and the mystique variant. So that's twenty seven ninety nine Canadian. Um, so if you're buying it with U.S. dollars, it's a little cheaper than that um yeah yeah these guys did a good job um i don't think somebody tried to like uh do vpn or region cheat to pretend like you're in a different country to see if you could buy all the stuff for cheaper right and it didn't work it, like it was still charging you the full price as if you were still in america or, or north america right um so there's no way around that so you get 155 Mystique boosters. That's yeah. That's the same amount you get for the Pro Bundle, 155 boosters. Yeah, but you're getting the credits. The credits is what yeah. what? Yeah, but it's the same amount of boosters. Credits is 120, no, 12,500 credits. Yeah, that sounds right. For 139.99 Canadian. Yeah, that's, that's a bit pricey. Uh, but yeah, the Mystique one though, I think is a pretty good deal. Yeah, so yeah, I have 585 gold right now, so I'm pretty close to getting that more magic. Yeah, and then you'll have, um, well, here, so you have more magic this week. You have Token Tuesday next week, that's 850 gold. Right. And Token Tuesday week three is 650 gold. Okay. And then there's something called Rivalry Week next week for 4,000 gold. Ooh. But that gives you uh, that gives you 2,000 credits and okay. 15,000 tokens back. Wow. But 4,000 gold. Yeah, that's a big one. That's, uh, that's like you buy that if you are short on credits and Kang or whoever is in your pin and you want them. Yeah. Package. That's not like that's a good uh unit price value for my money package yeah that's a lot of gold that's like for so for your weekly that's like eight weeks how much gold is it per week no actually or... i know the last weekly you get 500 golds i i don't know what the ramp up is so it's, it must be it's progressive, right? It's, it's yeah. working smaller amounts to get, and the last one's five hundred. Yeah, the last one's five hundred. I can't remember what the weekly are. Let's see if I can. I feel like I just finished one. And I got like a ten gold or hundred gold. I didn't get that much. 
Okay, here we go. So the first one is 10. Yeah. The second one gives you 15. So that's 25. Third one gives you 25. That's 50. The fourth one gives you 50. So that's 100. And the fifth one, oh no, the fifth one only gives you 100. 100, not 500. Oh, yeah. That's 500 credits. Yeah. It's 100 gold. So it's 200 gold total per week. Oh, man. So that's not they a lot need at all. 4,000 gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Um, and then yeah, you so only get... not, you basically can't get that unless you gotta no. pay money to get that. Yeah, you have to pay money or you've been saving up for a while. Because even the season passed, you get five hundred gold for Galactic plus Yeah, you only get five hundred gold on the uh, season like ranked on the ladder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's not enough. Oh, after you hit ninety? After you hit 90, it's 500 gold. You don't get gold okay. anywhere else yeah. on the ladder. So, yeah, that's not enough to buy the package. No, it's like you at all saving. No, it's like you can't. You wouldn't. That's why they made the token Tuesdays. That's that's okay. like the target. There are more like manageable. Yeah. Okay. So the token so Tuesday see. is my mojo then. If you so token Tuesday one already passed. Two, three. So I'm sorry. I'm looking at the unit cost basis for the token Tuesdays. Right. And the one this week has the best unit cost at 0.94 tokens per gold. So that's the 400 tokens for 450. No, the 850 for 800. Oh, okay. That's the Tuesday coming up, right? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay um yeah so for the listeners the one that just if we're looking at only the token tuesdays if you're a player that uh wants to focus on acquiring the tokens through these means um the one that it just passed had a unit cost or unit receive if you would 0.89 tokens per gold so the higher this number the better so 0.89 next tuesday the one coming up is 0.94 then the okay. third Tuesday is 0.92. And then the last Tuesday is back to 0.89. Okay. So if you don't make Momoko magic or more magic, then make sure to grab Token Tuesday too. As if that's the only one that you buy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to grab the Tuesday deals for sure. Now I don't know if I should spend it for more magic. Because I thought I'd get more gold than that. But apparently I can't math. Yeah, it's only 200 a week. It's not a lot. Yeah, so the more magic, you buy the more magic if you want credits. Yeah. But if you only want the tokens, the more the more magic is 0.78 tokens per gold. Right. Whereas the token Tuesdays are all 0.9, all basically 0.9 or higher uh, tokens per gold. Yeah. However, next week the new season starts, right? So you yeah, do Tuesday. have gold on the season pass. Right. Yeah. So you, you'll get your five hundred up front there. That's is that what you're saying? Plus uh, the weeklies. Well, no. So you have like your yeah your season, but I mean like for like on the season ladder, there's gold there too, right? So that gets all reset. So, yeah. You know, like yeah, there's a progression ladder, and then like there's a mission season ladder. What do they call this thing? The the, the season one. Yeah, the season pass thing. 
Um, so I'll have to go way back. So there's 500. Okay, this is where the 500 gold is, is on the Seasons Pass. So rank 49 is 500 gold. Uh, is it always the same? Oh, it is. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so 49 for the Into the Quantum Realm Season Pass is 500 gold. Uh, and then there's other gold here. There's 100 gold down the line, 100 gold, another 100 gold. That's 800 gold already. Uh, 900 gold. Yeah, so if you can complete the Season Pass quickly, uh, you can get that gold. But the Tuesday deal is only good for 24 hours. That's the yeah. issue. So save up your gold. And Don't you're not going to, like, how many, how many season levels can you claim, can you do by? Well, mm -hmm. the first, here's the thing, the, the season, the switchover is going to happen on the same day that this things are going to be available. Right. Um. So, so you have, you, you'll get level four, no problem. That's the 100 gold. Yeah. And. You could get level 11 that's another 100 gold yeah i mean technically you 15. could just keep playing and playing and playing because you get points 19. for winning locations right i mean yeah like i guess you could if you Grind were grinding it. yeah you could make it and then if you paid the seasons package that gives you the um 10 levels right away head start yeah i personally don't feel that's worth it uh, to buy the higher season pass yeah i would agree yeah because it's not that hard to like hit the 10 levels it's just a matter of doing it early right that's right because like yeah I've been, i'm at 72 right now like i'm not even really trying just from regular playing where am i oh man i'm at 78 <laughs> so that I'm, playing, I'm playing just as much as you but i can't yeah. get out of like like rank 60s <laughs> well i mean technically like i've just been like messing around so you know yeah um yeah i mean it's it's doable it's just you got to grind it out i guess but i don't think it's like unfair like you can get the gold if you like grind at it it's not like unattainable if you're free to play if you're not free to play then just buy the gold yeah and then just wait for using it on the value where you see fit whether it's credits or getting tokens yeah i mean like you could buy eight thousand off the bat gold right so okay so we'll we'll keep it on the bundles we'll keep everyone up to date uh, we'll continue to refer to the dashboard this month and make sure that you know you're getting the best value. And right. with that, we'll jump to uh, the next topic. There was another interesting Twitter thread. Uh, it was at, it was based on an interview that um, the streamer uh, Dara JN did. He's based out of New York. He was at the um, uh, content creator tournament. Right. And he had on his show... Uh, he interviewed the principal data scientist from Second Dinner. His name is Tian Ding, and uh, somebody on somebody else on Twitter named at Blue Train, B L U T R A N E, summarized some of the thoughts and what was shared during the interview. So some of the interest, the the tidbits I liked from it was that 
he revealed, Tian revealed, like based on the data that they use or collect internally, some of the good cards in the current meta. And I'm sure we've all uh, seen and played and, and been on both ends of Shuri, Red Skull, Thanos, Quinjet, Lockjaw. And um, he has an as a regular as an employee of the company he has a regular account just like us and he which means he he has to pin cards to buy in the token shop because he regretted not pinning thanos or he regretted seeing thanos in his token shop and not pinning him and buying him uh because now in his opinion thanos is quite strong he was strong before and even even stronger now post post patch being 811 yeah, that's that's surprising that he has to pin cards because they're not giving it to him. He's got to earn it like everybody else. Yeah, he has to spend his money. He doesn't get no no employee discounts here, <laughs> no freebies, no yeah. free dinner at second dinner. Yeah, no second dinner. You, you, your account is just the account that you that everyone else. Or maybe, yeah, like, or if he does, he doesn't share it publicly. They have, like, super accounts. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Quinjet is surprising to me as a high level good card but i guess i just don't play that type of deck um you're saying the best card at high mmr was sauron yeah that i wasn't sure what like how did he quantify that i think at the higher ranks this card was being seen in decks that was winning more yeah is that the gist of it yeah like MMR is matchmaking rating, so it's like a hidden number that the algorithm yep. uses to... I'm not sure how they judge what the MMR is, maybe based on win rate, I think. It's a combination of, I think, your rank on ladder, mm -hmm. plus your win rate, plus your overall cube uh, rate. And they collection keep. level? Could maybe. be collection level. Maybe, yeah. It's an internal formula they use based on like yeah certain numbers or tied to your account to then determine who to pair you against. Yeah. So he and was then saying if they can't find anyone to pair you against, you get thrown against the bot. <laughs> so Sauron for high MMR. Um, right. And then presumably, yeah, the higher this number is, the the better you are as a player in their eyes. Yeah. Okay. I mean I can see uses for Sauron if you're playing like Red Skull and uh, Mary. Yeah. 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 Okay. Blizzard. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of cards that have negative effects that you can use. Um, so it's a good thread. Well, maybe we'll include the link. And then Jared or yeah, Dara at the end wanted to make a summary and just say that uh, the the thread summary person made it seem like a lot of the statements were definitive or a binary, if you would, like certain or not certain. But instead, during the actual interview, the word choicing, um, Tian was very careful in what he was saying and and speaking more in general or or uh, non. Um, definitive terms or word choices so it's yeah. all don't just just take it with a grain of salt and not as something that it's going to be for certain 
Yeah, some of the key takeaways I'm seeing is Shuri will not be nerfed anytime soon, if ever. Uh, when asked if Arrow is a problem, he said Arrow is a card we're keeping a close eye on, but wouldn't elaborate past that. Uh, and Mr. Negative limits design space. So before nerf. So I guess that makes sense because every time you nerf a card, Mr. Negative comes into play and that messes up your attempts at nerfing it. Yeah, specifically, you mean like by, by reducing the power on a card, it will make the card worse at face value, like when you play it on its own, but yeah. it will make it better if you, for the in the eyes of Mr. Negative, could right. make it better. Because yeah. Mr. Negative swaps your cost and power yeah i saw an interesting deck someone else posted it was having a bunch of um zero power cards okay in the deck with mr negative right and it had the big bads so it had thanos um sorry no thanos kang and galactus because they right. are inversely proportional like they have high cost low power right and then you had mr negative and then you had jane foster oh okay. so you needed the, the the game plan was to have you need jane foster like in your hand right play mr negative and then then pull play it all your zeros and all your zeros would be like iron man iron heart mystique null yeah like those cards okay. They would get drawn right away, and then and then remaining in the deck would be like a two six Galactus, yeah, or a zero. Or then sorry, you'd also draw uh, Kang with that, and then you yeah. would just like just <laughs> <laughs> just playing them off for free, right? Yeah, that's like an ultimate uh, high roll top deck uh, type of play, <laughs> which would okay. be awesome if it if you landed every time. Yeah. Now now according to. Uh... The interview he was saying that mr negative is bad on both ends for cube and win rates yeah so that's based on their data like they it's a gamble, just, right? like it's not it's just not a good deck it's not a good card in the decks don't win <laughs> and don't it's, get cubes it's fun but but when, like, it, yeah. when it works when it works it's fun but yeah. it's not giving consistent or meeting their goodness threshold yeah it's too random because it relies on you pulling mr negative having the right cards in the deck and then getting those right cards before the game ends yeah so that's the thing of... so the best case you get them on four yeah you want to get normal um paced game you only get two draws from that and that's not so yeah that's why this person decided to try to go jane foster yeah just pull out all get, the zeros yeah to get all of them but then that relies on you having them still in the deck to begin with and then having yeah. Jane in hand before before negative is played yeah it's a lot of if and if, or if, if. yeah exactly too Humble. many conditions too many conditions need to be bet high constraints uh what else is up note here he said galactus has a negative win rate but a positive cube rate I agree with that. So like, yeah. that's what I was saying like two seasons ago that I was playing Galactus. Um, yeah, it's, it's so like when you lose, you lose. But 
when you win, you get the eight cubes. Because uh, people like either don't believe you have a high card at the end, or they just want to see, you know, what you have. Yes. So, but it relies on you, you know, getting that Galactus combo out. Um, so, yeah, I think getting cubes is probably 50-50 on the decks and cards you have, and also knowing when to retreat. I think. Yeah, to minimize your losses, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, equally important. Yeah, that's like, I know it's like everyone says it, and but it's stuff, I believe it's true as well. Like your, your cube management, knowing when to just walk away and you don't have to play out every hand to the end. Yeah, don't play emotionally. Exactly. Um, let's see, you will, okay. When he was speaking about the ladder, since we're talking about the ladder, you will only be matched against infinite players from rank 70. Um, okay. And then he's wondering about... Okay, so he says Eagle will not be a hot location. I hate Eagle. So I Sometimes, <laughs> like, if they snap, I'll snap, and I just, it's just for fun, and uh, we lose... The eight cubes, I don't care. Eight okay, cubes. like if you get ego, you have to snap. Okay, if you don't, then some people are, are you in that boat? Are you <laughs> somebody that likes to just keep playing, or just you you walk away, you don't want to deal with it? Yes. If I get ego, I'll snap. I'll there snap. you go. Right? Like, awesome. Yeah, I'll snap on ego, I'll snap on uh, world ship. So, for those that don't know, ego just takes control of your hand and plays it for you. So, it's as if both of you have Agatha, and world ship just destroys two locations. Both are seemingly rare are. locations, but they come up more often. Or Lamentus. Lamentus sucks too. But yeah. Lamentus could be you depending what you get, you could Yeah. Uh, it's so okay, it like still play it out. You should know like what your game plan is, right? Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, like, things I won't play is a weird world. Like, no, I don't want your crappy deck. I don't want your crappy cards. Yeah. Right. That's the location where you play, you draw from you your draw from the opponent's deck. <laughs> it's like I don't know what cards you have. I don't know what your game plan is. Like I don't want to play this. <laughs> yeah. Um oh he says here actually that MMR is based on both cubes and wins. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm there might be more metrics underneath that. Um, but this is interesting. He's saying fifty percent of players get to rank forty. Uh, four to five percent get to rank eighty, and one percent get to infinite. Or he believes that one percent of players in infinite is a good target. What do you think about that? That's a interesting distribution, but it it's like, I guess it makes sense, or it's sort of balanced in accordance with what the scale is. Like rank forty, let's say, is almost halfway, and they have half the players there, right? Right, uh, at fifty percent, and then as you, if it's normally distributed as the as the bins spread thin, rank eighty at five, and then yeah, when you get to the ends, say 100, one hundred, one. I know you can go past the hundred, but it's called one hundred. The end, right? One percent being the tail ends. Does that? But that does that mean there's also one percent at is it rank rank zero? I don't. I don't think that's what he's <laughs> is he saying that. No, I don't think so. He's not necessarily uh, saying that. Okay. No. No. Um. Yeah, I mean, 
it's funny why what's the incentive for them to want to maintain these ratios these proportions well he's saying so what he said was we want people who get infinite to be dedicated and talented players okay it has to they want it to be like a special thing not just yeah. like any any scrub coming through like me can <laughs> well it's like I was... death wave leader and then and get get infinite one season yeah i guess they don't want like copy and paste people like this it gets infinite but like i consider myself a scrub and you know i just wore my no, way you're playing infinite. all the troll decks that's different <laughs> you're playing galactus yeah i play no, moda you know yeah yeah i think uh, it makes a difference to where you start if you started on yeah. at 40 like how i had to start versus 70 that probably just would have been more grindy but then you're dealing with the balance patches surprise surprises coming through yeah you're dealing with new cards and being introduced there's a lot yeah the sooner you can get there the better and of course the higher you start makes that easier yeah and also like the later the longer it takes for you to get infinite the harder it is because you're in there with like other like players amongst your same skill level plus like people have stopped like messing around i find at the beginning people mess around with the season pass card or they try out new decks yeah no you're right everyone was like it was like modok 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 yeah not and everybody not knew what really they were doing. Worrying about winning. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I was actually wondering about before, he said decks queued are not considered in matchmaking. So I had a thought that like, are the is the deck that I'm playing matching me up with players that also have a similar deck? Because it seemed like when I was playing Galactus, I was playing other Galactus players, right? But he says that's not the case. So. I don't know how to read that or interpret that comment. Uh, I read it as so the deck you have chosen, yes. they don't match you against like other players who have those cards in their deck. Oh, okay. So you okay. So they should have wrote like the deck that you have that you're playing with is not yeah. a factor in your matchmaking uh, pairing. Supposedly, okay. but like. Ever since King Luke Cage, I've been getting a lot of Luke Cage players, so I don't know. I'll take that with a grain of salt. I see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but well, like, yeah, I don't know if I ever noticed that. I'll maybe pay attention. So like you'll if you just change decks right away. Yeah, I notice like I get a whole different and then all of a sudden you're gonna start playing like uh whatever. Uh Patriot player decks because yeah because like if you play like a certain hour you know like the same names that come up and so forth and i sort of found that if i change like to a different deck i'm getting different players like maybe that's all in my head i mean he's saying that's not the case but i don't know like how many people have luke cage and are playing him right i don't know um by I me mean, like as a footnote here uh, blue train said the notes come across as decisive because they are succinct but maybe too much so and i would take tian's comments as opinions and not fact yeah that was trying what i was trying to to say too and then later down in that same thread is when uh jared jumps in dare jan to to effectively say the same thing right but uh, it's a good insight into uh, internally what they keep their eyes on yes and i'm happy that they're participating uh with the community members 
and uh, giving access to for us to to know about what um, what's going on. We've been both part of uh, communities of previous franchises where you have no idea what's going on, yeah, and you get what you get, and you shut up and you be happy, or you, you and that's it. And there's that's yeah. a one way situation. So, yeah. Like you're playing Street Fighter and all of a sudden your favorite character gets nerfed and there's no explanation why because that's the way that it is and you just have to deal with it. So or they just like... never patch it and you have to deal with it too that way. <laughs> yeah. They'll never patch the good characters. <laughs> yeah, like I like that second dinner is at least somewhat transparent in that respect. Like you see a lot of like the roadmap, you see a lot of their reasoning behind decisions, I find um so i like that that's refreshing um however however in terms of their customer service bot uh yes moving on second dinner if there was one thing we had to pick on uh, maybe an area of improvement that uh, second dinner could have or it would could be the customer service department so there was a very funny i found it to be funny tweet not tweet sorry it was on reddit so here's i'll just read this verbatim the guy posted someone posted this guy and then brackets not me was charged six thousand tokens for null after series drop due to series four drop to series four due to not updating app they will not give tokens back and suggest he could use the card to win games and gain 3k tokens quickly <laughs> and then he posts a screenshot of the customer service reply so that this is in via their public discord customer service agents named felix underscore dc replies we feel sad for your experience but please understand we have our rules. We suggest you could use this card to win more games. We believe you could gain the 3,000 tokens very soon. <laughs> so again, just to, to summarize, there was, um, with the, the patch that happened last week, February 21, with that came series drops for a few cards, Null being one of them. And when you drop from five to four, your token cost in the shop goes from 6,000 to 3,000. So unfortunately for this user, uh, this user did not cho chose not to or did not know to update set app, but then still wanted null and had no problem dropping 6,000 tokens to acquire null. Right. I read the disclaimer, no refunds, etc., and right. still went through with the purchase and tried to recoup some of this, uh, and like we know this is not three thousand is a lot it's fifty percent it's tokens yeah and this is just the customer service you're gonna get at the game company game of the year award company yeah like I get like okay fire beware I get that I get he should have I mean, he obviously didn't have any problem spending the money. It was just buyer's remorse after knowing that it had he refreshed the app, he could have bought it for 3,000 tokens. You know, I get that. But like the response here, 
is not very uh, what's the correct word pr friendly or you know it's not it's definitely not good optics no it's it's not customer service 101 it's very um it's very fitting for a company that was started by uh well broad is a software engineer and I, can, I don't know the background of the second guy that he started the, the co-ceo or the, the co-founder founders but they are they were more focused on making a good game and there are we know that they made a good game because they got game of the year award right and they are not focused on getting the customer service of the year award <laughs> apparently not so so this is what's going to happen and what would you rather have right would you rather be playing the game that got game of the year or would you rather be playing the game by the company that got customer service of the year <laughs> and maybe that's what this guy should do yeah i <laughs> i don't know i mean like it's does it suck yeah like okay so here we'll i'll do the the analogy i shared with you like if we went if i went to a big box store and i went to go buy a bike and I paid six thousand dollars for a bike, and I got yeah. I got a pretty good bike. And then I found out, like you said, I as I was leaving the store, I was like, you hey, know, like it, it's actually it's it was supposed to be three thousand years, and and I went, okay, I'm gonna go get a refund. And I go back to the counter when I just bought this bike. Yeah. Excuse me, can you help me? You know, I was charged six thousand, but I see that I, you know, someone else bought it for three thousand. I'd like to get it for three thousand, please. And then the customer service agent, you know, like, I feel sad for you. We have our rules, you know, how about you just go take that bike? And if you go win the Tour de France, you will get back that money. No problem. I promise you. Like, thank you and have a good day. Like, this is what it's basically what they're saying. And it's a little, yeah, it's a little ridiculous with. I've learned from working customer service type retail jobs, like the customer's always right. You want to make them happy. Yeah. But snap doesn't they don't care they like <laughs> they they have your money you can go away you can go find another game you take your bike yeah <laughs> listen go, you go, gotta go try to win that back you got a very good bike so you know i'm pretty sure you'll earn that three thousand dollars back you know get on that bike and win yeah get on front, just start you know? going yeah like what are you doing talking to me like get yeah. to work <laughs> go be the next armstrong <laughs> right stop wasting your time with felix underscore dc you think this is a bot? This can't be a real person, right? You no that's brain. a good analogy. I think that's a good observation. I think it wouldn't surprise me if they hooked into the chat GPT AI. Yeah. And just made a customer service bot to hang out on Discord all day with these folks. And they yeah. preceded the bot to say, like, hey, never offer a refund ever. And if yeah. someone wants a refund, tell them to, to go work for it. We <laughs> feel sad for your experience. And like, so either this is a bot. Or it's like Mark Zuckerberg, because like this thing does not know how to speak to humans properly. It's very. It wouldn't surprise. They're a small company, so it would. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me for them to try to outsource, if you would, this kind of um, resource need yeah. to like through automation needs. Like, it, but I don't think they would ever reveal the fact that like, hey, well, like for <laughs> like the in-game help chat is definitely yeah. like a, a bot. not an ai type bot but it's like a how you call it like um it's like the pre-canned customer service bots where you give it a uh, a smaller like uh, tree 
of uh, flow charts. Yeah. And have it go through. Yeah. And it's I don't like, even know if it eventually will get to a human. I think it just at the end forces you to send an email or or it. Um, they never you never get like a live human in that chat. It's just all flow chart. Yes, yeah. no responses. Right. It's like movie phone. If you know the name of the movie you'd like to see, press one now. Oh man. Yeah, it's about. You know, it'd be interesting if we uh, if we go through Chat GPT and just like type this in. It's like, hey, come up with a customer response to this particular scenario and see if it comes up with. We feel sad for your experience, but please understand Probably we can. have our rules. Yada yada yada. Um, That'll be a funny tweet if it yeah. does come true. But as I said before, listen, if your uh, customer service bot isn't working out, I've done customer service. You could hire me. Just saying, second dinner. So uh, you went from wanting to be a beta tester to early or early access to early release cards to you are now hanging out on Discord and listening to people complaining about their token. Listen, whatever gets me through the door, okay? If you want me to shine Ben Broad's shoes, I will do that. You know, if you want me to hold the door open for all these wonderful software developers, I'll do that. If you want me to pick up your fried chicken dinner every Tuesday, I'll do that too. There you go, second dinner. We got open call here for employment options, wide range of uh, talents. Multi-talented. Kaima, hit us up, Marvel Snap Foo. And with that, maybe we'll close out, get ready to close out with our river run of the week. Okay. So this is the segment where on turn six, we'd like to share a video of a of a play just completely not unexpected, winning or losing, uh, outright ridiculous. And this week's clip, River Run, sorry, is featuring none other than kang the new card that is uh terrorizing if you would almost the 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 game so to as a setup it's it's another it's a funny interaction that maybe wasn't accounted for or planned of by the devs and a reddit user uh shared this um this interaction with that they had and it involves the x mansion location and the uh, resulting in a morph appearing for the opponent and then the morph copied the player's kang which was in hand and it's, so let's let's watch what happens here Okay, so this okay, so this uh, sorry, the the Hulk is location is happening, and now here's where Morph appears. Yep, zoop, Kang. And I I copy Kang, so I'm gonna roll you back. Yeah. Or after or like the locations are gonna play out, I'm gonna rewind. So then the player said, "Okay, I'm gonna play the same card into the Gamma Lab." Yeah. And then the opponent played the same card into the Gamma Lab. Which turns into Hulk. And then because RNG stays the same, expansion pulls. Yes, morph. good point. Yeah, the, the, the number seeds are the same for the random number generator. Yeah, so expansion pulls. And expansion giving the same two cards. Daredevil, morph, and, and which morph. Which results in the same random card being picked, being Kang. 
and reset over and over and over again. Yep. Okay. So I guess this technically is not a river run or not a turn six, but it was a, it's it's an interaction worth seeing uh, or talking about. So again, so now there's the third time through. Yeah, yeah I mean, Run technically... Spot armor into the Gamma Lab, and then the <laughs> opponent plays, again, their card. Doesn't matter. Is it the same? Yeah, it's Electro into the Gamma Lab. All the cards transform to Hulk. Then Expansion, expansion at the end of turn three gives one card each. So the opponent gets Morph, player gets Daredevil, Morph turns into Kang, and all the Hulks um, transform it. It doesn't matter because Kang resets the whole turn. So <laughs> now we're on loop four. And I think now this is where the player decides to do something different. Yeah, so now the player yeah. decides to do Cosmo, Cosmo into the Gamma Lab, and the other player decides to do something different by putting Electro into the middle. And then that changes the RNG, and they both get. Oh no, they got the same, really? Yeah. Oh, oh no, he got sunspot. Oh no, he got okay. That's okay. So I'm gonna pause that. So the the RNG is dependent on what was entered in the lane because I guess on on the our bottom player side, it they got they Daredevil the again thing. because nothing was in expansion. Yeah. But opposing player, since they played Electro in the middle, instead of getting Morph again, they got Sunspot. Sunspot. That's interesting. So it doesn't, the X Mansion seed RNG doesn't depend on the other. I mean, it's, also, it's also a little different because the previous time he played Sunspot into the Gamma Lab, right? So now Sunspot. That's, okay. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's, yeah. yeah. So that changes. Okay, so we don't. Yeah, we're just speculating. We don't know. Yeah. So that changes up a little bit. So instead of copying Kang, he copied Sunspot, which is now in his hand, which wasn't available before to copy it to begin with. Yeah. But man, that's some funny RNG to get more. What, what were the odds here that the other player decided after the fourth try, both players decided to try to do something different? <laughs> I mean, I think they just. I think they wanted to see like what happens if they do this again and again, and then they're like, okay, you know what? Forget it. Unless if they were able to like message each other. Yeah, but it wasn't like friendly battle. It looked like that's true too. Yeah, yeah sorry. It was yeah, it was a ladder match. It wasn't battle mode. Yeah. So yeah, that's some funny RNG interaction. So we'll, we're I'm pretty sure we're gonna see more of that as the season goes on, as and as more Kang gameplay surfaces um and we'll we'll make sure to capture or and showcase them on on the pod so if you've made it to this point we want to say thanks again whoever you are wherever you are whatever you're doing while you're listening to us thank you again for taking the time to make us part of your day and make sure to tune again next week at the same, same snap time, time. And the same, same snap, snap channel. channel. Stay safe and snap foo. Bye, guys.